Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. Uh, week eight is in the books. Um, Puya, we are kind of offhand doing this at a random time. It is Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are you doing tonight, Tyler? Why is this a random time? Because for me, this is just a normal. No, false. We were supposed to do this tomorrow at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, that wasn't scheduled. That was well, just it's supposed to be a tomorrow thing. You changed it while I was buying glasses. And now I'm going to nerd. <laughs> I never had glasses before. This is the first time I'll be wearing glasses. I, I own lots of pairs of glasses. Actually, I never wear them. I drive blind. Actually, watching. I was watching the Raiders game driving around without my glasses yesterday. On your little phone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Car you, phone. You watch. You watch a lot of stuff on your on your uh, phone while driving. I'm I'm a guy on the go. You know, I'm a busy guy. I hate that you I'm said watching, watching the Raiders game. Well, because you labeled me as the Raiders fan in the situation, even though we had a discussion on air that we'd watch it together. We did I not. You had a discussion on air that we'd watch it together, and I said no. You didn't say no. You said you'd even top up my drink outside your door. <laughs> well, I didn't see you outside the door. I sent you a photo of me outside your house. Yeah, what was up with that? You said it was the creepiest thing ever. Where you sent me a photo well, of I came my by back for the game. No, you didn't. What were you doing? Yes. I you came 20- by for the game. One hundred percent. I was on your block. I couldn't come through the front because there was so much traffic there. Yeah, that first street is a nightmare. Yeah, it was. But you didn't, or else you would have parked. If you were coming over, you would have parked and just showed up. You did that. Well, you didn't acknowledge me. You didn't acknowledge me. I didn't have my phone I on. Me, so I was watching outside. the game. I watching my. I was watching the game on my, my phone. I didn't have my phone on. Then the yeah. Raiders scored a touchdown, and I went and got my phone. And there was a message from you with a picture of my backyard. And I went, you're the problem. You're the reason why they scored. Well, I'm aware. I don't know. We were supposed to watch the game together. I'm heartbroken. Shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> Did you have dinner at your mom's house or something? No, I uh, went to a buddy's place for uh, some dinner and drinks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you guys watch the game there? Uh, I watched the game. He's uh, more of a computer nerd kind of guy playing his stupid video games instead of watching the game. He probably you guys play these games, man. I, I never understood people who play these video games. What kind of video it's games? All over like, the world, though. Half the like, NFL plays video games now. It's like Fortnite type stuff. It's not like he's playing Madden. Or no, anything. I think it's more nerdy than that. Like um, the uh, not World of Warcraft, that kind of garbage. Like oh, like board games. No, no, no. It's not board games. They're computer games. Um, League of Legends is that a thing? That's oh, thing. something like that. Like WoW, the like the WoW stuff. I just World of War. It's nerdier than World of Warcraft, is what you're saying? I don't know. It's all the same stuff to me. Like the shooting games are the same thing. Like I don't know. I don't play any of it. No. I haven't played video games since I was in elementary school. I do play. Uh, a I lot grew of up Madden. Okay, easy. I play a lot of Madden. Play a lot of NHL. Play a yeah. lot of PGA. The sports games, though, because I'm cooler than the the war. I'll play the fighting games. You know the button mashing games. Yeah, I miss those. They don't have those anymore. And those was, remember how you used to just beat the shit out of your controller the entire time. Yeah, you button mash it. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the Madden games are too sim like too simulation now. You can't just run through everybody, but like hitting the X button as much as possible. You gotta be good at right. game planning. You have to actually be an NFL coach to be good at at Madden. Should uh, we get into NFL coaching this this week here? Uh, should we talk about the the Raiders first because their coach seems like he's probably one most on the hot seat right now. 
Yeah, we called this from a long time ago. Yeah, they they got demolished last night. Like I know the score was the Lions only won by twelve, but their first four possessions were field goals. I think. Um, no, first three possessions were field goals because they just couldn't get it in to the end zone. They were missing yeah. David Montgomery. They couldn't get it into the end zone. Uh, they had to settle for three field goals to start the game. Um, which yeah. was why the Raiders. Your boy Jimmy good. Garoppolo did not look good. Okay, so everybody saw Devontae Adams throw his helmet on the sideline. Did you see that? In anger? I did. Yeah. That was after Garoppolo missed him wide open. It would have been a touchdown, like 60-yard touchdown. But Adams also dropped a pass that hit him right in his hands at when he was wide open and he could have ran it in too. So why why is it okay for Adams to throw his helmet on the ground when Garoppolo could also throw his helmet on the ground after that drop pass? Uh, I'm sure for Adams, it's a lot of frustration boiling over, not just Garoppolo. You know, he did state he only came to the Raiders to play with his buddy. Yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah. So then Derek Carr left for the season. You know, I think he's, he's one of these guys. He's a good employee kind of guy i hate to use that term but you know like he doesn't want to forfeit money on contracts for you know like he signed contracts he wants to get paid in full so he will do what it takes to get paid in full yeah so he'll honor his contracts so i don't think he wants to be kind of like a problem guy not like those running backs oh that's a dead situation they're they're fighting for what they believe in um (laughs) so you know he kind of stuck it out for the season see how it goes but i think he also realized that he doesn't want to be a waste of talent he has the right to demand a trade. So the trade deadline was today. It was about an hour and 46 minutes ago. Yeah, from the time we're recording. There wasn't a lot of action, but there was some. There was some. Specifically, the 49ers got... Um, Chase Young. Chase Young, second overall pick from the Cleveland Browns? No, Washington, Washington Commanders. Commanders. Yes, from the Washington Commanders. Um, that's huge for their defense because he, he used to play with... Uh, Bosa yeah. at Ohio State. Now they're back together. They could cause damage. Yeah. Uh, and talking about the 49ers, you, they should have defense probably... hasn't looked as good yeah. as of recent, so that's good to boost it. Now, I obviously, Brock Purdy is not playing well enough. I thought he actually played better this week than the past couple, but he didn't play well enough to win the game. Well, he can't. He has to play from like a position of like when they're winning and leading because he can't, he will not make play for them. That's the problem with Brock Purdy. I've been saying this all along. He I is a system though. guy. He made some huge plays scrambling out and just chucking it over the top of his head into what looked like on screen, no man's land and finding an open receiver downfield. He did that a number of times that he extended the play and he did make a play. What c- killed him was the one turnover. He made two turnovers kind of very close to each other. One right away, so there was no harm done. It was the other one that led to Cincinnati pulling away. It was really one play that cost him the game, which sometimes that's all it takes. But at the end of the day, I agree. He needed to play better. I don't think he played too poorly. He just needed to play better to win that game. He wasn't against a, a, a bum opponent. I he don't... was against a good opponent. I don't think he has it in him to win games. I've been saying that all along, though. Sure. I still think you got to look at this guy as like he's still a developing player. He hasn't played a full season. He's played what? A full but, season. But that's the problem. Next, next game. That's the problem is that they are not in a position to fully develop him. They want to win now. 
Yeah. And that's because that's why they made that trade today to make their defense defensive line scarier um, is because they want to win now. They believe that they it's Super Bowl or bust for the San Francisco 49ers. I, I get that. But what is Brock Purdy expected to do about that? Just develop faster than any other player in the NFL? No, but they need to figure something out. They can't. They're not going to win. What are they going to figure out there. now? The they, trade well, deadline's done. I know. Sam Darno is their only other option now. Yeah. I think it's a ride or die with Brock Purdy now because Darno hasn't played in how long? Darno hasn't played. Well, not just he a played year. in Carolina he played, a little he bit. Carolina last year. Not that much though. He well, they didn't split. like it. Yeah. So they he's by the time he gets the rust off, season's done. I think he's better. He's a better option than Brock Purdy. I still Carson, think Brock Carson Wentz is still out there. Yeah, but again, you're pulling in a guy now who's still. You're kind of stuck with him at this point, and I get the situation because he's not bad enough to just be like, "Listen, like you're never playing again. Get the hell out of here." But he needs to be a little bit better. Okay, so another team that did trade for a quarterback was the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, Kirk Cousin, another Achilles. What is with the Achilles this year? Everybody's blowing Achilles. I got a question for you, and I got it on our notes here. Are you happy about this? You have hated Kirk Cousins since day one. I'm not happy when people get injured. But you hate him more. You despise Kirk Cousins more than most athletes that have ever played sports, period. I like him. I like him more than Brett Favre. Sure. I'm sure you like him more than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But you still don't like the guy. Well, he stinks. The thing is, he sucks. And the shitty part for him is, again, I don't want anyone to get hurt. But he is going to lose off-season teams. Like teams probably would have wanted him this off-season if he had a good like continued this year with the Vikings. But now they're going to kind of forget about him over the course of the year, and he's not going to get as much money as he probably could have got. He's not going to get a better situation than he probably had. Um, it's just unfortunate for him, but it's probably a blessing in disguise for the Vikings because he sucked. Yeah, I I don't know if the money thing is an issue only for the fact that. He got paid in Minnesota. So he doesn't yeah. need to chase money anymore. He can kind of find a situation which would let him just extend his football career. So he doesn't really have to be looking for a big payout contract as much as another player who never got paid, right? Yeah. It sucks for Minnesota too because theoretically, oh. if they didn't win those last two, last two games, they would have traded him maybe before he got injured, got something for him. Now they were one of... game behind. They were one game behind um, the Lions last night prior to the Lions playing. Are they four and four right now? Yeah, they caught up. Yeah. So they didn't catch up. The Lions are six and two. They didn't catch up. They're just there. Well, I mean, I didn't mean they caught up to the Lions. I meant they caught up in their own schedule. Like they were right. They were and what, they oh, have a, the easiest November of any team. They play like the Broncos, the Bears, the Saints, and the Falcons. I think. Four, four, like they should go undefeated in November. They after the first week in December, they should be eight and four. Yeah. And they do get Jefferson back this year, likely. But yeah, I don't think he, he didn't have a season-ending injury. He'll he'll be back at some point. Yeah, he's just in the IR, so he only has missed four games, I think, something like that. So yeah. you're right, he will be back. So they could get their offense back. And they so they went out and they traded for Josh Dobbs. This Josh Dobbs story is hilarious to me. Gets cut by the Bron- the Browns in week three preseason. Signed by the Cardinals. He's like, the Cardinals dropped all their quarterbacks except for um, 
uh, Kyler Murray, and then picked up Josh Dobbs off of the Browns, like when they dropped him to waivers. They start him for the first seven weeks, and then they trade him, get a sixth round pick, um, to the Vikings. And now he's Vikings aren't going to start him this week, but they're probably going to end up going to him in like two weeks time once he starts to learn the offense. Probably. I like Josh yeah. Dobbs. Ah, uh, yeah, I do too. Now, what does this mean for the Cardinals? Does this mean that they are expecting Kyler Murray to actually play sometime soon? I think we've discussed this before. A lot of people around the NFL, not maybe in the NFL, but around the NFL, don't think he's going to play this year. So yet that was the original thought. They've now come out. They said that Josh Dobbs wasn't going to start this weekend. They've now come out and said that uh, it's it was either going to be the rookie that they have now or Kyler. Probably, Kyler will probably start week 10, I want to say. Um, not this, So not this week. Do they have a bye week in week 10? It would be the only other thing. Um, they play the Falcons this week, this upcoming Sunday, and then the Cardinals got the Texans um, in Houston week 11. I mean, if they have a bye week still. Okay, I've looked it up. They The Cardinals have a bye week week 14. So kind of far away, but I mean, I guess they might just make that decision come week 14. We're going into week 10. No, we're going into week 9. That's a long ways away. He has to play before that. I think. I'd put my I would expect so too. Yeah. Um, more uh, trade deadline news. Are you getting a People's Jones jersey? No. God, no. No. Um, I like it, though. The more I, I didn't know what to think of it when I saw the Lions trade for him. Was a, I think they traded a sixth-round pick for him or fifth-round pick, something like that. Um, so they didn't give up much. And he's a Michigan guy. Like, he was born and raised in Detroit. So I like that part already. Um, I wish they would have got somebody on defense like Patrick Sertan um, from the Broncos or Montez Sweat um, or Chase Young would have been nice. But I, I mean, and that was also like, they'd have to give up more to do that, but he is, he's a good wide receiver. He had 700 yards last year, um, I think, and seven or eight touchdowns for the Browns, which was nice, but the Browns haven't been using him this year, so it's good to get rid of him. He's a big guy that can run very, very fast, and Jamison Williams doesn't seem to be getting it done for the Lions right now. Um, he's got like five drops in 10 games or something like that. He needs to get on a jugs machine a bit more. And um, Marvin Jones, is he done? Yeah, so... Is this the the end of his career? Yeah, no, he I think he wanted to retire. He's from what I've seen on like Instagram and stuff, he's a big family guy. He's got like three kids. Um, super big family guy. Like his I think it's like cousins and brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts are all very close. They moved when they left Detroit, and I think everyone stayed back um in Jacksonville or Florida or something. So I when they said he was leaving for personal reasons, I didn't know what it was. But following along with his Instagram, he's just hanging out with his kids more, like every day. So it just seems like maybe that was more um more along what suited him at the age he's at than actually like going to football practice every day and missing time with his family. That's right. what I think. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I yeah, I just since he's getting older and you know, taking a step back, it seems like he's kind of unlikely to return or I don't know. Yeah. He, he wasn't didn't have much production anyway before. No. He was great with the Lions before he left to Jacksonville. He was our main end zone threat, red zone threat. 
Um, and then he, when he went to Jacksonville, he was okay. I was excited when he came back to Detroit, but um, I mean, like, yeah, he didn't do anything. We're pretty good wide receiver wise. Like Josh Reynolds has stepped up. Um, Khalif, I love the guy Raymond. Raymond, yeah, has Khalif Raymond stepped up? Like it's it's nice that their depth is able to handle um, when somebody goes down because they got a lot of injuries injuries this year too. Like th- we don't talk about that a lot because they're not serious injuries. Like they're not Nick Chubb injuries, but Montgomery like tore a rib cartilage or something. So who knows when he's going to be back? Yeah, but Jameer Gibbs has been playing crazy. Craig Reynolds has stepped up. It's I'm okay with that, and I do like the People Jones depth signing. So you mentioned Jacksonville. I can segue that one into that Jacksonville game. Pittsburgh had a lot of criticism for the referees in that game. Now, we saw another highlight of the referee moving the spot of the ball. Yeah. There that was, the was Arizona game in Baltimore, yeah, right? Then there was the uh, in the Pittsburgh game, a late kind of somewhat late hit on the QBs. For Pittsburgh, they got the penalty for it when it was uh, Jacksonville hitting um uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Pickett. Yeah. No, no call. And yeah. you know, I was Deontay Johnson. I think after the game was pretty vocal about it. Again, so the referees is this is something that's just going to boil over at some point this season, and players are just going to be extremely fed up with the lack of consistency and what they're calling favoritism. It. Or is it the age no, of the NFL just doesn't gonna, care? It is what the, it is. Until that NFL can say, hey, these guys are full-time now. They're trained year-round to do this job. Um, so we do have to trust them in the moment. Because right now, you have every excuse to be like, okay, this guy's going to go teach middle school tomorrow. Like, why are we trusting his opinion right now on this game? Like, they can bring anybody out here to do this. So until they do that, then there's no credibility to hold these referees accountable yeah, for anything. I feel like, and I could be wrong about this, but it is the same referees over and over again. They have the referee teams. And... The NFL does address concerns in the offseason and train the referees on, you know, certain plays that people have kind of disputed or found controversial over the past season. So it's not that they don't train the referees on a regular basis. That does happen. But shouldn't it, it, it should just be a, like they shouldn't be working Monday to Friday in between NFL weekends. They should be studying what they did right, what they did wrong. They should be studying every play of the game, just like football players, just like the um, coordinators, just like the head coaches. The referees should be studying their game film just like everybody else to Who's see to where they, they made though? mistakes. Well, that's the that's what everyone's that's what everybody's problem seems to be is that they're not full time. So they're not taking that dedication to do this. But the, I think the difference between them studying film is they have to just study backwards. They don't have to study forwards. They don't have to study for the next game that, you know, like they don't have to study the next team's offensive and defensive schemes. They just have to look back at the last game, see, okay, well, this one we could have done differently. This one we could have done differently. They don't really have to prepare for the next week the same way. They just have to retrospectively look back where I went wrong, which is a lot easier than for, like you're saying, for the players to prepare for the next team coming up. Sure, but they should be doing it for the game they refed and all the other games. <laughs> they should be watching all the other games. I mean, like, oh, this guy missed that call. This guy missed that call. This guy missed that call. I would have called this. I would have called that. They should, all the referees should be doing it every day, get them all wherever they travel to for the games, and then bring them all back to like Connecticut or wherever the NFL is. Um, and then they all sit in there all week and go over things that were right and wrong. Yeah. NFL players pay, pay for their own jerseys and equipment. I don't think the NFL is going to pay these guys. 
Well, that's the, but that's the problem. That's the problem. You don't become a billion dollar company by paying people more money. No, you don't. But I mean, you're, but you're just going to get more problems like this. And I don't think they care. Well, that's, again, that's what I've been saying. Everybody else seems to be upset. I don't know if the NFL really feels it in their bottom line to make a difference, right? Yeah. Well, especially like, like, how do you have that video going back to the Cardinals Ravens game? How do you have that video of that guy literally moving the ball? You see that in college. Like I've seen footage of that happen every year in like a college game or something too. What's the excuse? I don't know. I've never seen the actual justification of why the referee did it. To me, it seems like something, well, you'd be suspending that referee for something that's caught on video of them yeah. skewing the game in a favor. Like it just seems unnecessary for them to have spotted the ball where it was. Then did they bring the sticks out to see or was the sticks after he moved the ball? I don't recall in this incident, but I've just I've never personally heard the justification coming from the officials or the NFL or whatever league of why that ref was allowed to move the spot of the ball. Yeah. Or like or or ex- like, yeah, just an ex- and all we want is an explanation like, well, he moved it for this reason. We got in his headset and said the ball needs to be moved yeah. half a foot back. Like it's really it's not 10 that grand hard. on the line. That's why he moved it. <laughs> really not that problem. Like if so, let's say there's 57 to 60 referee umpires in the NFL. Do you think, what do you think the number is of them or their family members placing bets for them? I mean, I'm a cynic, I think a hundred percent. (laughs) Really? No, I am exaggerating, but uh, people around them. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the level of integrity that they would have. I just, I keep thinking that. I think more are, more of them have integrity than less, but like some of them, like some of the people that don't have the high paying regular job that others like there's lawyers out there. There's judges that do this. How um, much does a NFL ref make per year from being a ref? I bet you it's a decent amount. Okay. So I'm looking it up right now. Uh, <laughs> kind of changes my outlook on everything. Um, on average, an NFL referee makes about $205,000 per year. Yeah, so I think that is a completely like, what the hell are you talking about, Tyler? These guys are compensated quite well. And I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes involved in the prep and training and all that too. They don't even need more money. They just need to be full-time, right? Like for that amount of salary, that's a full-time salary. Yeah. Well, and I make. Well, you and I have been unemployed for a year. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's easy to make more than $0. Um, that That's, yeah, wow. MLB officials get $235,000 per year. NHL officials get $212,500 per year. Again, yeah. So this goes back. I don't think it's a, a, a thing about more motivation for the officials to do a better job. Well, I mean... This I just, adds this the conspiracy th- of that Vegas is really behind the hands of this. It does, actually. It does, add, it does add to that because, like... That changes my argument completely. These guys paid pretty good. That's a pretty good paying job. Yeah. So add a teacher's salary on top of that? Yeah, $235,000 a year. Yeah, that's a luxury vacation at the end of the year. (laughs) Wow, I did not know that actually changes my view altogether. Highest paid NFL ref is $250,000 annual, but the average is two hundred five. dollars I mean, they can't be fucking up as much as they do for that much money. And you definitely can't be moving the ball without saying to everybody in the stands and on TV, 
this is why I'm moving the ball six inches back. You know, they have less of an excuse than Zach Wilson does to be playing quarterback, even though he's three and zero in his last three games. Better than Brock Purdy, who's zero and three. Yeah. So you want to talk about? Uh, we talk about him every week. Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he's, to, he's, to me, the Jets are like this is a good team if they could just get a decent quarterback who would play the traditional quarterback role. Man, they could be flying out there. They, they, I mean, it's almost like all they had to do was address the quarterback position in the offseason and they'd be a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah. That's all they I had to do. I don't know why they didn't think about this. Yeah. That's all they had to do. But let's, again, Aaron Rodgers looking, he's looking better and better each week, too. He was Did making you... the throws this week on the sidelines as yeah. if he had no injury. Yeah. Maybe he's just going to play without an Achilles. Maybe they just, like, when they did the surgery, they just put a string back there. Yeah. He said he doesn't need to run. He's never been a running guy. He has like he can run, um, but he's never he's better in the pocket. But it's that little like that little side shuffle that you can do just to avoid the guy to get your um your offensive line just enough time to buy you another extra second or so to make the right pass. Well, you saw? Did you see Kirk Cousins' Achilles go? Did you see, watch the video of that? Uh, I did, but I, I mean, I I can't recall what. Well, he steps back. Yeah, and on his right. When he does this step back on his right foot, you see you see his Achilles snap and like rolls to the back of his like top of his calf. He then takes two or three more steps. He feels it right away. And he's like, ah, you can see him grimace. And then he moves forward and then he tries to scramble, but then he just eventually goes down. So he has he had the ability to move, but just not very well. Yeah. It's also on Aaron Rodgers like plant leg to throw. Yeah. So, so he's gonna feel it every time. It's he's gonna feel it every single time. But I mean I'll get all like we said every week. We say all Zach Wilson has to do is get to the playoffs or close to the playoffs so that Aaron Rodgers has a shot at coming back. That's all he has to do. And that was my conspiracy was that Aaron Rodgers isn't even hurt. He's just trying to be healthier for playoff time. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I made this prediction, but I had a feeling just because of the weather that Denver might actually have a chance against Kansas City because of that terrible weather that they're facing in Denver. Only because when the weather's that bad, it makes it bad for both teams. Like, it just, it reduces your skill player's ability to make the plays that they normally make. It 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 evens the playing field. Yeah, that's exactly it. If you have a, like, the Kansas City Chiefs who are a high-flying offense in terms of, like, they throw the ball, they throw the ball, they throw the ball. The colder it is, the wetter it is, you reduce that option. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of criticism that Kansas City Chiefs are going to need another receiver to yeah. go the distance this year. Well, they don't They don't really have a receiver. They didn't pick up anybody at the trade deadline. No, they didn't. Well, they went out and got, uh, they brought back their guy, Vanda Skelting. No, 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 no. Hartman. Nicole Hartman. They went out, the, he was for the Jets. Jets weren't using him, so they traded for him to come back to Kansas City. That oh, was, was that system. trade deadline today? No, that was last week. Oh, last week, yeah. Yeah, that was last week. So they have Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and now they have McCole Hartman, who knows he was pretty good when he was with Kansas City. Yeah, he, he made some big plays every now and then, but every receiver they had at that point was making a big play every now and then. Yeah, I mean, they're not a big wide receiver. They Like Tyreek Hill is their best wide receiver, and they just got rid of him and didn't bother to. Right, but when you double cover him, somebody who's less talented is going to be open and is going to look better. Yeah, and the Broncos shut down Travis Kelsey. Oh, they All they had to do. And yeah. they won. How do you let 
Miami scores 70 points on you and then Kansas City could only score nine. Is that more embarrassing like for my for Kansas City just because of what Miami did to them? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's could this be a turning point for the Broncos to actually start being a little more competitive, or is this more of the Broncos we saw last year where they were winning awkward scores, 14-9 games, you know? Puya, do you the one thing we should talk about um as well as do you do you give Mahomes a pass for this game that they just lost against the Broncos? It seems that in the media, and again, he's the face of the NFL. He's the most marketable player. He's got the best contract or whatever, most successful, most Super Bowl wins as an actual playing guy because Garoppolo's tied with him, I think. Um, I don't give him a pass because there's a lot of quarterbacks who have bad situations and they get thrown to the wayside. Luke Wilson, Brock Purdy. Yeah, tons of guys. Jordan Love. Mahomes, you know, he is... A superstar level, like guy being compared to the best quarterbacks of all time. I've always said the best athletes find a way to overcome the challenges and win regardless. So, he shouldn't be losing to Denver. Oh, I get he, it. it was a flu game. He was sick. He he had some really bad plays. Like there was one where he tossed it up as far as he could go and threw it right to a couple of Denver guys. Like he had some very bad plays. Yeah, so I personally don't give a player a pass, but I also accept that, yeah, players lose. Everybody's lost. Every great in every sport has lost. It does happen. Sometimes you just didn't play as well as you could have and you lose. But it's a media thing where they hype him up so much that it's almost like he can't fail. Like, oh, there's an excuse when he doesn't do great. It's an outside factor. Whereas other players, no, they need to pick it up. It's almost like a, a Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is getting shit on a little bit more this season. I agree. His play isn't as good, but his team is still has the best record in the NFL. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is a guy that always gets shit on. Ever since he entered the league, he's been getting shit on. Even when he was in Alabama, they benched he him benched. for Tua. Yeah. Um, but Tua gets shit on there. too. <laughs> yeah. They both. It's Everybody it, gets shit on except wrong. for Mahomes. For some reason, Mahomes, it might be the two Super Bowls he has, but um, he he does get passes more than the other guys again, but that also might be because the two Super Bowl he has. Is... All right, let's move Maybe on. Garoppolo's to... got two Super Bowls. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> but the, that is a good segue to get into this week's games because we got a big one. In it's in Germany, isn't it? Yeah, the Dolphins play the Chiefs in Germany. So six thirty a.m. kickoff here. What a lo- what a dumb game to put in Germany. So that's actually one of my picks for the week. Okay. I'm taking the on paper for our running total, which we've never divulged. It's kind of at the bottom of our notes page here. I've got the Kansas City over the Dolphins. Kansas City Chiefs over the Dolphins. However, I actually think the Dolphins win this game. I'm only putting it down on paper because I want Kansas City to lose. I'm all for the Dolphins. So my official record is only going up if Kansas City loses. Sorry, if Kansas City wins. But I think they lose. So, but you're just picking them because you think that every pick you make is wrong? In this instance, I think so. But, so you have the the running totals here. I'm 11 for 22, or is it 11 wins and 22 losses? 11 wins out of 22 picks. So I'm 50%. Well, you're well above 50%. You're 16. Oh, I know. So, I take safer picks, though. 
Yeah, you do take safer picks. Yeah. So the Kansas City's favorite to win by two and a half. It technically is their home game. It doesn't matter because it's in Germany. No. Um, I mean, the Dolphins don't play well against good teams. They don't. So they've only really beaten teams with like losing records. So I think Kansas City wins this game and covers the two and a half. Well, that's why I put them. That's why I officially put them down. Yeah, that's my so official same pick. pick for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not touching that game. I'm, I'm saying what I was going to go based off of what your thought process was, um, because I got my first pick here is the Packers uh, at home against the Rams. Uh, Packers are three point favorites. I got L.A. Rams in this easy. What have the Packers done to prove that they can win this game? Nothing. Nothing. They've gotten worse, actually, as the season's gone on. But yeah. back to my thought process is, okay. my thought process is Kansas City probably wins. However, I don't like them. And with the recent media coverage that they're getting with their celebrity uh, fans, mm-hmm. I like them less. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I the- want them to lose. And I like the, the Dolphins. You're seeing people dress up as uh, Mike McDaniels for Halloween here. Best costume. That kid running yeah. away. Best yeah. costume. Best costume. Hey, before we get into the rest of these picks, you do know about this Michigan scandal that's been going around? Uh, with uh, Harbaugh? Yeah. Yes, I've heard about it. And thoughts on that? Because I've got a very strong opinion about it. Um, I don't know too much about the details. As you know, I'm not so a what, college guy, but so I then, did see that his um, contract offer has been rescinded. Yeah. Does that mean we could see him back in the NFL? Uh, if he gets penalized for this... And get suspended for like a year or two, then yes, he'll he will go to the NFL, maybe to the Packers, actually. Packers, Bears. So then you um, hate him. If I he goes to like the Packers, him. If he yeah. goes to the Packers and Bears, yeah, no, I wouldn't be a fan yeah. of his at all. But so, but do you know what he's being accused of? Uh, what yeah. Yeah. Um so essentially stealing stealing signals. Yeah, stealing but, signs, yeah. So here's the word stealing is the problem with that. They allegedly had someone from their team, one of the coaches or trainers or something buy tickets to other games and go read the signs that they have on defense. I don't understand how that's stealing signs. That's paying for signs. That's not stealing signs. He's not breaking into the stadium to fucking watch this game. He's not doing anything wrong. The game is televised. The signs are on TV. I don't understand how this is considered cheating. It's literally just doing the bare minimum to get a leg up on another team. This is a stretch of a uh, correlation. However, do you remember when Allen Iverson was the big, the face of the controversy of the dress code of the uh, the uh, NBA? Yeah. And on an off day, he bought tickets to a non uh, non seventy sixers game. It was like the Knicks against the Nuggets or something random. Yeah. And he went to the game dressed as uh you know how he normally dresses. normally dresses. And he got in big trouble for that. Yeah, fine for it. He got fined for it. Because he was still a representative of his team. This kind of reminds me of that. Like, yes, I get what they're doing could be viewed as um, innocent. However, when you're on TV, you are limited to seeing what the TV has shown you. And it doesn't always tell the full story. You can't catch all the, the signs. And maybe, you know, like maybe you only see part of them and you need all of them to actually make, the you know, decipher the code. When you're at the game, you can be viewing, I don't know, the coach, the offensive coordinator, the guys up in the box, and all the signals, and you can kind of, you know, put more of it together. So I can see how it's more advantageous to be at the game with a covert operation of, you know, looking. But it's not at even covert. Signals. You're paying for a ticket. Yeah, you're but paying I... for a ticket. Why can't you do this? 
I think it's just the intention behind it. No, I, I'm not against doing it. I just understand the the moral code that these leagues try to have. Bullshit. Why it would be against it. Why it would be Bullshit. against the I'm that all anybody for it. Like, in I, the whole I world. Go, what was the it? NCAA, the NCAA has a moral code out of any business in the world. The NCAA has a moral think code. That they do. I think that the moral code which they try to put forth, this would be against it. Obviously, I, I dislike the NCAA. I think they're a horrible organization. Them, the IOC, like a lot of these, FIFA, a lot of these organizations, I think they're terrible for the sport. But looking at it from how they're going to try and portray themselves, I can see why they would be against it. It's hypocritical. It's bullshit. I don't know why. You I, I agree. It's completely. They are. Game. They are completely. They've always been hypocritical. You don't want someone stealing your signs. Change your signs up every week. They are always been hypocritical to me. I'm on the support. I think it was Pete Rose that said, "If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough." That's my philosophy. They're not. That's but I'm I saying go. they're not even cheating. They're literally doing the bare minimum to prepare for a team that to play. Sure. Now. Is it just an incident of they got caught where it's a known thing that every it's other an team incident is doing that it? They got caught. I think every team does it. They got caught. Yeah. So, which that's the thing is, what did they do to piss off the NCAA? I think that's the question. Why are they? I think this is something the they just don't. They don't. Right now, it's because John Jim Harbaugh um, was in trouble for recruiting allegations and violations, um, alleged violations. Um, and so now it's just a whole bunch of snowballing from that. Yeah. So it, it's there's a reason why they're trying to make an example of him. Yeah, it's dumb. He's just going to leave, and then it doesn't matter. Michigan gets penalized. The kids at Michigan get penalized, and nothing else matters. He'll go to the NFL. He'll be fine. Um, okay, let's get back to this weekend. In the NFL, um, what's your next pick here? You just said uh, Chiefs over Dolphins. I just said Packers or sorry Rams over Packers. Go. I've got Pats over the Commanders. Patriots over the Commanders, in and New I never like to pick the Pats. I don't like the Pats. It's not a team I like. I've taken. I'm taking all the teams I don't like here. Pats are three and a half favorites at home. I like yeah. this pick. Well, Commanders gave up some some players. I think they're kind of looking at the the future. I yeah. don't think they they think that they're going to compete in their division or whatever. They can beat the Giants, but they basically gave up their whole defensive line. Defense, yeah. Um, and then my last pick. This is the um the long shot pick. I'm gonna ride. The Jets over the Chargers. Whoa. That's the I, I get it. It's a long shot. The Chargers are going to be the big favorite. I I get it. They're only paid, the Chargers are only favorites by three points. Okay, it's in New York, but the problem is New York's offense can't do anything. Um, but they're they're you're just banking on their defense holding Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler to like zero points. I'm just letting it ride. That's all. They're they're three and zero. Once they start winning. Um, in their last three. No, yeah, I just i i don't see the the Chargers. I the Chargers are better than what the record is. Their coach I agree is with you. I agree with you. I just don't like the Chargers because <laughs> the Chargers are your team. I I got the Raiders to. I need the Raiders to win second in that uh, in that division. Um. Okay, just I got it to you. The for not letting me come watch the game yet, even you though we agreed on. You're apparently here. Didn't my blood level, like blood pressure level, level went through the roof when I saw your photo. I was like, this is why they're losing. This is why the game is going badly now. Yeah, I know you very well. That's why I did it. <laughs> Macho not, head games. That's why I specialize in. Cool. I got the Browns in Cleveland, seven and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. I got the Browns winning that game pretty easily. 
um, because the Cardinals, we don't know who's playing quarterback for them. And then a, a, a good game. Actually, no, I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with Falcons, five-point favorites over Atlanta, or sorry, in Atlanta, over the Vikings. Um, because, again, Vikings are going with a rookie quarterback. Um, I don't I don't think they do well this week, unless Addison and that rookie quarterback are like just brothers. Then I don't think that the Vikings have a shot this week. Do you have a game of the week? There is good game. Oh, yeah. I got a game of the week. There's at least... Me? Okay, what, what, we're both what? big on revenge. We love revenge. If we could open up a business, it'd be a spite store. Spite store. Uh, Dallas and Philly. Now, Philly probably doesn't care as much, but I think Dallas wants some uh, revenge at Philly here, just for them feeling better. I, I think Philly cares very much about this game. Well, they care about the game, but I mean, when they're ahead, they're not the ones with as much to prove as Dallas. Right. So, right. Yeah. Dallas has everything to prove in this game. So Especially that is a great losing, game this week. You know, like it was what, like the last week, the last two weeks of the season last year, they lost out top spot in the, the division to uh, Philly. Yep. Which they actually had a chance to knock them off. But so but I think they, Dallas has a little bit more, uh, a little I bit think, more drive. I think the Eagles will try to win just to knock Dallas as much out of the playoffs as possible. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, that's why it's the game of the week because I don't think Philly's going to stand down. There's a lot of good games this week. So again, Bengals. Bills, that's a huge game too. Yeah. In Cincinnati, that's a massive game. Could be an AFC uh, playoff that, game. That division outside of the, I I like how all the teams have the same record outside of the Ravens. Yeah, and, and let's go. Speaking of the Ravens, they play the Seahawks, who are five and two right now. I think because they had a bye week. Uh, it's in Baltimore, and Baltimore's got like five and a half points on them. I think this game is pretty close. I, I think the Seahawks was... are better than we think they are. Yeah, the see, hey, you know, I I do like I have no faith in Gino, but I do like seeing Gino Smith succeed. I do too, it's and I story. I wrote him off at the beginning of this year. I said that he was going to suck, and he's proving me wrong, which is fine. I am okay with being proved wrong. Yeah, did you like the uh, Hopkins quote Qu- quoting Gino Smith's quote? Yeah, I did. I, I what a what a like. Hopefully, this will leave his kid and Hopkins together. If they could do keep doing this, that's going to be very exciting. For is Tennessee. Will Levis the new Brock Purdy? No, Will Levis got is the actually, monsters. He got the monsters to steal his powers. He's actually a quarterback. He was supposed to go top top ten in the draft. He fell to the second round. They got a steal. Did, yeah. They got a steal in Tennessee. He's going to be great. Does um, this signify the end of Tannehill? Yeah, Tannehill's done. Done, done for good. No, he'll go somewhere. That I'm, team. I'm shocked they didn't trade him. He's done with the Titans. He could go somewhere else and, and play, but he's done with the Titans for sure. Um, also, Chiefs-Dolphins, we talked about already, but that's a huge game as well. Um, it's Yeah, this is a good weekend. This well, is a good the, games, weekend. the games are only getting more meaningful as we're going on here, right? There's less yeah. and less games coming up, and you know teams are either pulling away or there's tight races. So the games, as we hit the double-digit week seasons, like uh, the season, it's, it's going to be impactful, right? That is right. So. Um, you got anything uh, last words to say? What are the li- lines got to buy this week? Lions got to buy this week, so okay. smooth sailing for me. No so stress. We, so we can watch the games together then. No stress. I got no stress. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the week we watch the games together. No, this week I'm not writing that off. It's not happening. I'm just not writing it off. You just, but you're not putting it. You're not even penciling it into the books. I don't have a pencil on you right now. No, you don't even have a book. You don't have a day plan. 
I'm an old school guy. I keep a paper day planner. I prefer writing on paper. Than but I write everything in ink in there. I hate writing with pencils. Oh, see, I use the little golf pencils. I hate pencils. I hate uh, the pencils. little golf pencils, the ones that are like the they're like I very slim and then they're flat. Yeah. Those are what that's the only thing I use. That if and a little go, notebook. If you go to the fancy courses, you notice they have little erasers on the end so you can cheat in your score. Yeah. Yeah. So you write down something in front of everybody, but as you're driving the cart, you just kind of erase it. As soon as I get there, I rip all the erasers off so that everybody knows that I'm not cheating. Yeah. No, no, not me. I like to put the seed of doubt in there. Well, you have already said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. So you're just taking all the extra erasers off the other pencils just in case you lose that one. You take off all the erasers, but you just pocket a couple of them, and then you have nobody else. Yeah, then you have them. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Um, Detroit, enjoy your bye week. Hey, if you're a fan of Formula One, then I've got the perfect podcast for you. The Pit Stop Podcast, presented by the Ordinary Podcasting Network. After every single race of the Formula One schedule, Jordan and Tyler will break it down, give you some news, analysis, insight, before answering your questions and setting you up for the next race. That's the Pit Stop Podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.